What's going on, moms and dads? Welcome to the Fade You Podcast. This is episode 143 coming to you on Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. Just a mere days away from the NFL kicking off the 2022 season. So on this episode, we are focusing on our futures and season-long bets. And then at the end of the show, we'll get to Thursday's Rams title defense. Chris, your Rams opening the season against the Buffalo Bills on Thursday night football week one. Make sure you are following us on Twitter at FadeUSports. On that, you will find a pinned tweet with our links to our YouTube and our TikTok. Give all that stuff a follow. We have some really awesome stuff coming to you guys this season. So follow along with us. Fade Den is back. It had a good first weekend. Make sure you're following the Telegram for that. So all that good stuff. And we appreciate your support and listening as always. My name is Matthew James at MatthewJames78 on Twitter. And I'm joined by everybody for the first time in a long time. We've got a good catalog of shows. If you go back through August, we had Ariel Epstein on. We had Adam Trigger on. We had Winter Circle Proxy Service on. Shout out, Brett. We love you. And uh, so go back and listen to some of those shows for some good football betting content. But we do have everyone back tonight. We got Poop here. Hazmat Suit 23 on Twitter. Chris Duke. What are you drinking tonight, Dad? Cheers. Cheers. It's a good old Zen. Uh, I got to have a little beverage when we come on these pods. It's great to meet with the dads and cheers over the the Zoom or the Duck Duck, whatever the fuck it is. But uh, ready to go. Talk some future shit. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. I love it. Two days away from the NFL kicking off, baby. Let's go. We got Kmart here. Kyle, how you doing tonight? Yeah, not too bad. Just uh, wishing away my life and can't wait for Thursday. <laughs> He's at Kmart's underscore angles on Twitter. Give him a follow. We got Joseph Hamill here. He will be at the Niner Bears game on Sunday. Not with the dads, which we're very sad about, but excited for him to be rooting for the Niners, maybe. We'll see. There's no we... chance. There's no <laughs> chance I'm rooting for the Niners. Ben is oh, going it's... to be on the Niners, and I will be on the Bears, which is exactly what happened to me last year when I went to the Niners. Eagles, by Niners. three. There you go. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. He's at Joe underscore knows underscore 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 on Twitter. Definitely give Joe a follow uh, if you want some quality entertainment. And he might get canceled every once in a while, but he's uh, he's here with us, so that's what counts. So they can't cancel we... me. I'm uncancelable. <laughs> and we got Neil with us tonight at Big Nelly Buckets on Twitter. Neil, are you ready for some football? It can't come soon enough. Last weekend was a great little precursor with college. We had college in every night of the week of the weekend. Thursday can't come soon enough. The uh, the college football weekend it was kind of like just the tip, right? And now you just felt get good. full. Yeah, now you the tip felt good. It was exciting. It was tingling at times. Left us uh, wanting more. Left us wanting more, and now we get Chris. We get full insertion here, week one for NFL. Shove it in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So <laughs> we're off and running. Uh, all right, so tonight's show, we're going to go around. We've got some uh, some win total bets. We've got some futures we want to share with all of you so you can follow along or just fade us if you if you want to try that. I don't know how you fade us on futures, but 
Uh, you guys can try to figure that out if you think we suck. So um, I guess let's start with this because this one's kind of fun. Uh, when in Vegas, I don't even really know how this conversation started. I think we were hanging out with Turtle Sports. Chris, does that sound right? Shout out Finky. Shout out Kyle Pickles. I think we were hanging out with them. We started talking about yeah. the NFC South maybe. And uh, and I said, I think, I think I'm going to go with Saints to make the playoffs. And Chris was incredulous. He, he could not believe those words came out of my mouth. And he instantly said, no fucking way. And he's going to fade me. He hasn't set a ticket number yet, Dad. Tonight. Okay, it's coming. So I might I post it, on... too. Okay, there you go. Put your money where your mouth and, is. And a round of golf, too. Don't forget that. And more importantly, a round of golf at Changi, right? A beautiful place we played at the batch party. Just a glorious course. Tucked so away I have, the- yeah, so I've got the Saints to make the playoffs at plus 120. I outlined some of those reasons, or at least the reasons I think the public is down on them on our NFC South preview show. So you can go check that out. But Chris, why do you think I'm making such a mistake putting my money on Jameis to lead ah. the New Orleans Saints to the playoffs? I don't know if you're making a mistake. I know you 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 know you alluded to the public kind of being down on them, always on the the bucks and whatnot. I honestly to to be, I, I've seen a lot. Like I've watched a little whatever. Like maybe I put on ESPN or I look at Yahoo, whatever it is. I've seen a lot of people. The Saints are their team. They're the ones that they think have the value. They they're really high on them, and I'm kind of just not buying it. I guess I've just that's all I see. Saints this, Saints that kind of. You know, because they think the Panthers and Falcons suck, and maybe that they think they're Brady's overhyped. So, the Saints is everyone's team. I think even Kelly's a little high on them too. Our girl Kelly in Vegas likes them, so I just kind of saying sell when everyone else is buying. I guess that's my reasoning. Kmart, you said you also loaded up on Saints. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've kind of got into it. I think the week before we were all in Vegas with my father-in-law. He's a big Saints fan. And similar to Chris, I was like, okay, okay, yeah. Like, you know, it's your team. Of course, you're saying all this. Then you'll kind of start looking into them, then talking to you that weekend, then kind of doing more research with you know our division previews and just like, yeah. I mean, they improved. So I went Saints over eight and a half. Saints to make the playoffs and Saints to win the South. And you know, I'm kind of parlaying that with the bucks under 11 and a half. So I'm kind of all in as well. And maybe I go on four, but well, I mean, whatever, it's only money. Can't take it with me. So I, I did not do uh, to win the South. I think that's a little ambitious. It could happen and it maybe is all correlated, but I do have saints to make the playoffs at plus plus one twenty, And then I do have the saints over eight and a half wins, Joe or Neil, Anybody want to jump in on either side of this one? I'm already on both of those, Matthew. Already on both of those. And it's because of uh, my man crush, Jameis Winston, who I've loved (laughs) since he was at Florida State. And also a guy named Michael Thomas is coming back to play wide receiver, and they have a top five defense in the NFL. I think eight and a half is a good number. Maybe they can get nine or ten. Shit, man. I, I really like the Saints team. Maybe it's square and I'm a fucking loser, but. If Jameis stays healthy, I think it's a good team. Well, and like also on offense, their top two receivers from last year on their depth chart depth chart this year are four and five. So 
Don't tear that other ACL, Jameis. <laughs> Neil, are you gonna leave are you gonna leave Chris on an island? You're on mute. No, I'm not sorry. I barking dogs. I put myself on mute. I'm not going to leave Chris on an island. I'm going to probably more so lean in his direction. That I think that the narrative is is everyone wants to be down. You want to be down on this uh, on Tampa Bay. Everyone's I think looking for a reason and wanting the Saints more so to to sort of step in. And I think it's I think it's a little I think it's a little overhyped. I mean, Michael Thomas hasn't played football in. A year and a half, right? Because he, right? Didn't he? He tore his ACL like halfway through the 2020 season, but didn't actually get surgery until the beginning of 2021, right? Because that was the whole I'm not going to do it on my time. I'm going to do it on team time, if I'm not mistaken, right? I don't know what Jarvis Landry is going to do. And I, you know, you have a, a rookie in Olave, right? Which is push, which pushes to Kyle's point, everyone down two spots. I mean, you're going to find – I think you're definitely going to find what the value of Sean Payton is this year as he's gone, right? And you – Dennis Allen, last time I saw him as a head coach, he was a dumpster fire in Oakland. Now, everyone's a dumpster fire in Oakland. It just seems to go <laughs> hand in hand, right? But I'm sort of down on everyone in that – I'm down on everyone in that division. I, the eight and a half, though, I, I would lean the eight, over eight and a half because I think the nine and eight – when you get to play Carolina twice and you get to play the Falcons twice, like I would, I would be very hesitant to take that under, but I don't know that I would go so far as to say that this is going to be a playoff team or don't forget their, the bucks, the bucks is going to be two and oh, two. They're four and oh against the bucks when Brady's there. That's free money too. So there's two free wins for the saints. Easy money. I think Dennis Allen was coaching the Raiders and Al Davis was still alive, Dad. That was a long <laughs> time ago. But you haven't gotten a head coaching job since? If you were right if you were ready to make your second go around. It's I get that it was a long time ago, but I don't think I don't think that him not being a coach for a long time is a positive case to be made. I don't know. I just think the continuity. I mean the continuity is good. They didn't bring in somebody from the outside, but we'll see. We're a little split on this one, and, and that's fine. It's okay to disagree. <laughs> good. It's good. It's good. Uh, let's throw it over. So I, I shared mine. I'm, I'm very bullish on the Saints. I have that that head-to-head side bet against Chris, so we can't wait to see uh, who's paying for golf that day. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, you got any futures you want to share? I've got – I'm with Kmart on the uh, – and Neil – or I don't know if Neil mentioned he's on the under 11.5 with the Bucks. Uh, I am also, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you can see that 10 and 7, maybe 11 and 6, something like that. Uh, I did sprinkle a little on the Giants over 6.5 just because it's so disgusting. I don't know why. I think people probably look at it and go, they're going to win like three more games than they did last year. Um, and I think I – did nine and a half and laid a little juice like minus 140 or something with the Ravens over nine and a half. I think 10 and seven is very, very doable for them. And uh, I know we were talking about it before the show and everyone's kind of hypey on the Giants, but I might go on the poopy Giants over theirs as well if I can get a good line. If it's seven, maybe not so much if I can still get six and a half. I don't know if I can see them going like seven and 10. So we'll see. So that all I got for the dads. 
do we want to talk uh, any Ravens? Because we did have uh, the queen, Ariel Epstein, on a couple of weeks ago. She's big on the Ravens. Chris just mentioned the Ravens. I actually took the Ravens to finish with the most wins in the league this season at 15 to 1. Oh, wow. I think the West teams have uh, are going to cancel each other out because they play each other. And if you can pick a division winner from one of those other divisions that's not Buffalo because there's really no value in betting Buffalo, um, shout out to one of our boys. Ravens 15 to 1. Anybody else have Ravens bets they want to share if you're high on them with uh, with Chris and with Ariel? Yeah, I'm just on Ravens over 9.5, but nothing else. And I would say I'm too scared that Lamar's not going to play week one and sit out contract and he's waiting no. till the very end. <laughs> Crazy, crazier things have happened, Dad. So don't, I, I wouldn't think so. He's been a high character guy. I get it. But I don't know. Like contract, Sam Darnold? Contracts are weird. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't I couldn't resist the, <laughs> the Sam Darnold shot, the high character guy. <laughs> do we, wait, do we think there's actually a chance that Lamar doesn't play week one? Is that actually a thing? Lamar's playing week one. I never dude. thought about it. <laughs> Contracts get weird. No I, I, there's been no, there's been nothing. There, again, I'm saying there's been nothing to say that he's not. People get weird with contracts. He's got no eight. Like this is just really. He's got no agent. Like it's just a really weird overall dynamic that he's a big team guy though. Like he is. He's, he's again. He's stand up too. Yeah. Stand up guy. He's done nothing. You've never heard a peep about him not being, you know a great teammate and a guy who's always there and backing everything up. You never have, but we'll see. I know know, a lot of people high on the Ravens. Go ahead, Chris. Are you guys, I know we mentioned the bucks under 11 and a half. Apparently follow the money and a couple other shows are saying something about Tom and Giselle. Something's not right there. Like they think they're really buying it. He might do something funky too, or I'm not really, but I still think maybe it'll, I'm hoping it kind of affects him in a little bit and they lose some games they're not supposed to and obviously go under that total, but kind of weird what's going on at well, home. Well, yeah, dude. Him and Giselle are fighting, supposedly, <laughs> but, um, well, like in Vegas, around the same around the same amount of time, or this, ugh, fuck, I can't talk. Around the same time you guys were firing the Saints bet, I did the uh, under Bucks, under nine and a half alt line, plus 350. Yeah. That was hot. Yeah, I like that. That's if if I'm gonna do an under with Tom Brady, I'm gonna fucking fully fade him and not half ass it. <laughs> you know, Joe makes a good point about alt lines. I, I think I heard somebody say that season win totals are typically off by about one and a half wins each year. because uh, I mean no one knows. So if you're looking to fire some unders, I think especially, I think the alt because you're I mean, Joe, you're hoping for something I don't know if catastrophic is the right word, but like you said, if you're going to fade him, you're expecting things to kind of fall apart and uh, and go under. Not like their offensive line? Tool. Yeah, like maybe they have three new offensive line starters. Maybe Brady actually gets hurt for the first time in like 15 fucking years. Um, but yeah, all, all lines are, are certainly worth a look. So if anybody's still trying to get some season bets in there, uh, that, that's a good way to go. Yeah, and it's not even like that. It's not like that outrageous. It's nine. It's nine and a half. So they just got to go nine and eight. Like let's say Tom Brady has a down year, and the the Bucks fucking can't get their shit together, and they go fucking you know nine and eight. There's that's not 
out of question here. It's not like a team's gonna that's gonna win sixteen games. Yeah, they can still make the playoffs with that and sneak in as a wild card or some shit. Yeah, no, good, very, all good points. So let's throw it to uh, Joe. Why don't you give us one of your one of your futures? Uh, it's pretty much it for me. Just the Saints. I'm on that with you. And then Bucks under. I did fire Vikings over nine and a half. I feel like that's a little bit square. And then probably before Sunday morning, I'll fire Cowboys under just because it's a yearly uh, fun time because it always wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, last season yes. was probably the first time it didn't in a while, right? Cowboys number one in the NFL ATS last season. So if you're looking for a regression candidate, uh, Joe might have just picked the one right there. Mm-hmm. Kmart, you're speaking also of, on the yeah, you're also on the Vikings over. You want to speak to that? Well, Joe well I was going to say, speaking of those cowgirls, I I'm on their alt line of under nine and a half at plus one forty. But yeah, Vikings over nine and a half, got it at even. Then I also did Vikings to make the playoffs minus one twenty. You know, not too much to sweat there. And I think I think they have a chance to you know take over the North. So I took that at plus two fifty two. So I'm kind of all in on the Saints and Vikings this year, and kind of the same thing. Uh, took Packers under eleven and a half. Seems like a lot. So I mean, I do love Aaron Rodgers now. Didn't wouldn't have said that three years ago, but he's got my respect nowadays. So yeah, I mean those. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I look at this list and I feel so good about all these, and I know I'll be lucky to win seven of them. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, we it's just you just never know. So we came on this podcast uh, thinking that we were going to just kind of go around the horn and, and share a, a future or two, and I'm I'm assuming people have like three, four bets apiece, and, and Kmart goes, "No, I got 13. <laughs> Neil, how many do you have? I'm not thirteen yet, but wow. I'm like Joe. Is this, this is this is a lot of some unders on some public-y type teams, right? If you're doing an under on a public team, you wait, like Joe's point, you wait till the very last minute because steam, you're hoping steam comes on the overs as everyone does, and you can fire an under at the end. So I got a, a couple more unders, but I think I got seven right now. That's what so, I had this morning. Half, half of you. Let's go back to Packers and Vikings for a minute, and people can go back and listen to our NFC North preview. Is there any concern about the? I mean, this this coach has never been a head coach before. I mean, the Vikings are getting a ton of love. I mean, I know our girl Kelly is on on the Vikings too. You guys are both on them. Any concern about this dude being able to coach? Yeah, of course there's going to be concern, but I mean they have they have their pieces. I like. I like the noise I hear about them opening it up, not being so run heavy, you know, because obviously they have two great wide receivers. Kirk Cousins is, I mean, say what you want about him, but he's, he produces. Neil, you got something to say? No, I was waiting. Kirk Cousins is what? That's a, that I was, I was waiting for that. <laughs> I thought someone was going to say you like that. Um, Let's see what. But yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, you know, they, they could just fall flat on their face, but I don't think it's a far stretch to say 10 and 7. You know, the the biggest outlier here is to win the north. That could easily, you know, fall apart, but I mean, kind of to your to your suggestion of can things fall apart? Maybe that's why people aren't going to be betting it. I mean, I, I don't I don't even know how to look at futures and see who's betting what. I don't really give a shit personally. Um, it's just this is 
kind of what I've seen. I've never really been a futures guy because I kind of hate uh, just stacking up money for months down the line. But Neil has kind of got me into it. Chris has a nice account where I can just worry about it in uh, three months and mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully get some funds. And I will say to, to Minnesota, like one the one of the things I think we talked about on the pod was right. Minnesota had the best over record, right? Eleven and six to the over last year. I if if, if the word on the street is true and they're going to open it up, right? It'll be interesting to see how high they start pricing these totals. And green, I mean Green Bay. That I mean, week one is no better sort of example of that. Well, the, the flip side of that, you guys talk about all the offensive cousins and Jefferson and Thielen and Cook and all these guys. The flip side of that is the defense was in shambles last season. That's why Zimmer got the, his ass fired because yeah. he's supposed to be a defensive guy and they completely fell apart. Yeah. So uh, yeah. that is a great point about the totals. Uh, what's the total for week one? Do we know? Anybody know off the top of their head? 50? Is it 50s? No, it's it won't be 50s with Green Bay. In a division game, 48, 49, something like that. Yeah. Got 47. 47. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they? They played in a fucking crazy one last year, didn't they? Wasn't it like 40 to 30? They played in some high ass. It was like back and forth, Sounds right? Second half. Mm-hmm. And I think the Vikings might have pulled it out. Yeah. But you got to think if Vikings can pull out that game one, they can dominate the Lions and the Bears. They have a good shot plus 250, you know. Um, I like, I like it, and uh, I know the new coach, but maybe it's a fresh start that they need, you know, and uh, they're kind of jump started by it. Get some new that, blood at the top of the NFC North. That under too is square as fuck. Ninety-one percent of the money is on under forty-seven. Oh wow! Wow, really? Hammer the over. That'll be interesting to see what happens when it comes closer to game time. Uh, you right? know all that. It's all you so know far all right over money. Over money is going to come in late. Yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, this is people betting it all summer long, and that's just, you know, professional professionals, right? There's all the money so far, and then it's not going to come until Thursday or or whatnot. But I thought one that was interesting is that I think Minnesota right now, and to Chris just said it, right? Minnesota's plus two fifty to win the division, right? But in this game, they're only plus one hundred five on the money line, so it's almost a sort of a weird way if you like minnesota in week one and they can take the first one at home then you're riding basically a plus 250 free ticket if they can just keep pace versus you know laying plus 105 on the money line to win game one yeah so that, i think that's along the core way too long to hold it. 17 yeah. games i mean oh. shit dude it's true but you have a plus 250 in your in your pocket and you've already got a game up and a head-to-head starting on one against green bay i mean yeah. and rogers Rodgers is something like 50 and 23 ATS against that division, his career, something insane like that. But we'll talk about that more on our week one preview. Neil, you talked about a couple unders you had on public teams. you have any of them you want to share? Uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my, my one over because I, I think it's going to lead to conversation because I'm pretty sure I'm on an island. But I have and I bet the good old Pittsburgh Steelers over seven and a half. Now, at the time, I think I texted you, it was, it had gone to plus 104. It's back off that. It's minus 120, 125 right now, but it was plus 104, Pittsburgh over seven and a half. 
and I fired it. And the comment that I made was all things stay the same. I think regardless of who starts at quarterback, and this was three weeks ago when we really didn't know, and it's now Trubisky, the argument I made it, and I I feel better that it is Trubisky over Pickett, that regardless, it was going to be a quarterback upgrade. And Big Ben did absolutely nothing besides three-step drop and ball out of his hand to something. And regardless of what it is, like, this opens up the offense, whether it is Trubisky, you know, or Pickett, that that's, you have somebody that can move around a little bit in the pocket and sort of make something happen. The team, by and large, yet yeah, is the same. This wide receiver is looked like a complete – this rookie, rookie's looked like a complete beast in the preseason. So don't mind about losing Juju. Like, you still have Claypool. You still have Johnson. Like, the Najee's still there. The offensive line's in shambles, but it was last year too. And this is a team with a statue behind an offensive line that still went nine and eight, didn't make the playoffs. So I like taking Pittsburgh. And I, I, one of the bets I feel actually really good about is Pittsburgh over seven and a half. I made my case in the preview. Go listen to that. Yeah, he did. I missed the preview. I wasn't on the. Pre- I wasn't on that preview. Well, I was on the aerial in. She she kind of mentioned that if you like Pittsburgh, that Mike Tomlin for coach of the year might actually be worth a look too. That if he can if he can guide a team without Ben Roethlisberger for the first time since like we were all in high school to the playoffs and and to finish over five hundred, that he might get this you know coach of the year career achievement award. So that that wouldn't be a bad way to add on to that. What do you think, Chris? That's kind of poopy. Everybody thinks the Steelers suck. They don't have a quarterback. Yeah, I kind of like it. I know they say, what is the stat? Tomlin's never gone less than 500 in his career, something like that. So it doesn't matter. Like, obviously, we just mentioned he's had Ben the whole time, even though sometimes Mm -hmm. he's, you know, sashing ladies and falling off motorcycles and stuff like that. But, um, you know, he still still gets it done. So we'll see. I I do think Mitch was in a fucked position with Chicago. Thanks, Nagy, for just fucking running him off. But uh, maybe he – maybe – Tomlin has them dialed, and maybe they do have a, you know, seven and a half. I think is a pretty decent number, Neil. It's pretty good with that defense. Saying old Mitch might be sneaky, decent, in a competent organization. <laughs> like I think Joe and I both said it. Like love their defense, but good luck with that offensive line. I think mm-hmm. that's, that sums it up. But he can move. I know. Said, I yeah. know. It's just. It's gonna. It'll be fun, but I think I'm gonna ride with Joe. And I, I mean, I know Ben's not there, but I hope he still fades them every once in a while. <laughs> that was fun. Now they're no longer a fade team. Damn. We'll see what happens. Not when they're catching seven in a division game in week one. Um, division dogs week one. Any good, Chris? Love it, love it. Oh, and yeah. Oh, division. I didn't know home dogs were so good. I think Simon Hunter posted that thing today. Yeah, been really good. Yeah, week one. <laughs> Yeah, so more on that later this week. Uh, I'll throw one out. I did Rams under 10.5, and and I want Chris's thoughts on that first. Chris, your Rams, your L.A. Rams, who you grew up rooting for and loving. Well, they were in St. Louis back then, but, uh, yeah, my dad never left them. He said, you know, a lot of people said, fuck uh, Georgia, Frontier, and all that, and screw them, they left us. But, yeah, I think that, dude, you're never going to get me 
to not agree with anything fade Rams or under Rams. I, I love it. I could see them 10 and 7 and just sneaking the, you know, five seed or something like that behind the Niners or whatever. And I like it. And I'm always going to be on those unders with the teams like the Chiefs and the Rams and the Bills that are just all public. Like I was last year, Joe was too. We were on the under Chiefs at cash, thank God. And I love it. So, Matt, did you go over nine and a half on the Niners then? I mean, I probably am sort of obligated to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I figured with that bet, there's, I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I have this, like, really weird feeling that everybody has gotten so down on Arizona that they might do something silly this season and actually be really good. Uh, that could be totally wrong. It just seems like everyone is selling Arizona, so I'm not totally discounting them. But, I mean, the NFC West plays the AFC West. Those are going to be really tough games. I mean, the Rams are opening with Buffalo. That that's They've been very good early in the season, but that that's no sure thing. So, I don't know. This Stafford elbow thing is probably nothing, but it can't be good that you've got elbow tendonitis going into training camp. Um, it's not like Stafford's never been hurt in his career, so... I don't know. There's just and there's something to be said for you got the target on your back and everybody's gunning for you now. So they've, I mean, we we all know it. They've had the best injury luck in the league the last five years. So let's get some dudes hurt and let's see the Rams take a step back and uh, all of those LA fans can cry about it. And LeBron will ask, "Where's his parade?" <laughs> it's in the mail. Yeah, yeah. Keep waiting for that, LeBron. Uh, anybody else have a future they want to throw out there? I know we've discussed a, a few of these on our various preview shows, but anybody have anything else they want to throw out? I I did a flyer just because we were talking. We were just doing the AFC West Broncos over ten and a half plus one forty nine. Just like gonna give me gonna give me plus plus money on it. Why not? Because I mean, everyone's vamped up that their defense, but I mean, I think in a division with Russell Wilson. I've already seen what he can do. I like their receivers. I like their defense. I like all the offseason moves they've done. I think it's their team's going to be a lot more stacked than the Chiefs. So it's just whether the Chargers going to break through. I think the Raiders are going to be there too. It's one of those divisions where it's flip a coin, but I, I can see the Broncos you know, getting to 11, if not 12 wins. Matt, don't you have, first of all, I think you might be obligated to take that again because you bet that over last season, I think, for Gloria. And don't you have like a future on the the Broncos just in case they got Russell or the or Rogers? Well, no. I So we just talked about this on the AFC West preview, which was a good one because those four teams are all really interesting. Uh, we actually did it. So girlfriend was in Vegas, her first ever sports bet. She goes to the counter. And ask the nice gentleman, I want, can I get Broncos to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> and we actually thought that's when they may get Rodgers. And that didn't happen. And then I was like, they announced Rodgers was going back to Green Bay. And I said, oh, fuck, that's dead. And then they get Russell Wilson instead. So it's not dead, dead. <laughs> I mean, Russ is Deese. And uh, we do, yeah, I have the Broncos at 20 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. I think that's kind of about what the number is now. Maybe it's 18 or something like that, but. Okay. Hasn't gone down too much. I don't think so. 
Um, but I mean, I feel okay about it. Like they could certainly be a playoff team. And with Russ, you could make some noise in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. uh, anybody else have a Super Bowl bet? I don't have a Super Bowl bet, but I have a square ass future, and that's McDermott to win coach of the year at 25 to 1. Well, you'd much rather do that than Bills to win the Super Bowl at what, plus 350 or whatever they're mm-hmm. at now? Chris, you sent that in our yeah, group text whatever this morning. Yeah, whatever joke right? of a fucking number yeah. it is. Somebody, he didn't get it last year, right? That he was kind of, they said he was, good, he was looking really good to get it last year, and then the Bills kind of took a shit a little bit in the middle of the season and he lost, lost to it, the but, Jags. Yeah. Because <laughs> so that's it? a. Because nice we bet, bet. I might go sprinkle that with you. Right, because then a bunch of us, we ended up we bet Vrabel. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we right. like I, Vrabel. We all like we're talking about, and we bet Vrabel because of what he did without Henry. Yeah, that game that you're talking about, Chris, where they lost to the Jags. I definitely laid 15 in the contest in that game. <laughs> Durr. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's transition into. Week one, uh, speaking of the Bills. So this one actually opened over the summer. The Rams were a one-point favorite. This has gone all the way in the other direction. And is it Bills two and a half right now? Is that what you guys are yeah. seeing? Mm-hmm. It's two now. It's two now. Okay, so the favorite has flipped, and it's still under a field goal. But does anybody yeah, – I mean, we're go, we're, <laughs> we're going to be on this game because Dennis will play it, but does anybody have any pre-Den ideas about how this one may go? Rams money line. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's just – what I think they opened at minus one, and now it's yes. – you know, you're getting two and a half. Uh, McVay's never lost a season oper, opener, so I guess, you know, regression, he, he's due to lose. But I <sighs> – I think everyone said it here. Everyone's high on the Bills. I'm not a Rams fan. I think we all know this, but they're clearly not getting enough respect being the defending Super Bowl champs. I'm going to take them. You know, I'm going to take a money line. I don't really give a fuck what Dennis is on. I'd be surprised if he's not on the Bills, but... I'm I'm already contest in play Kmart contest play. No, I doubt I can get Neil and the other two guys, but <laughs> no, like it's not my favorite bet. It's not my favorite bet. Like we'll probably only do that contest for Thanksgiving because why not? If you're that confident, pull your cock out, <laughs> fire it. Got three right. other teammates can't. I uh yeah I'm I'm definitely Rams spread it, it's going to be hard not to put in the contest we'll see tomorrow when the lines come out be at two and a half or two but I think Rams I, just mainly because it's going to the Bills are going to be square as fuck the, all the public's going to fire the fucking Bills already right now sixty five percent of bets eighty percent of money on the Bills and then I found a little trend here week one dogs getting less than fifty percent of the money. In the last 65 games, they've won 40 of them, ATS. So Rams fit that bill right now. I think wow. there's going to be more shit to – I just – it has to be the Rams. The Rams have to be the play. Dennis is going to be on the bills. The Rams are going to be the play for us. Chris, what are you going to do if Den is not on the bills? Uh, log in and click on the bills. You, oh, he has to I be say? on the Bills, right? Oh, what are you going to double I, yug or something like that? Oh, yeah. What did I say? Oh, that was if he wasn't on LSU, which of course he was. Um, yeah, I'll match it. I'll match the double yug just just in the 
the festivities that are happening on Thursday. I'll get buzzed on Thursday. Double yug if he's not on the Bills. Beer. Joe, I love that trend. That's a great one. Uh, last nine years, Super Bowl winners are eight and one straight up. They are five, three, and one ATS. Now, this is under a field goal, so I don't know how much that matters. But if people are thinking, oh, they're going to see their banner go up and they're going to get their rings and they're going to be lazy and fat, not so fast. I think the only one was probably, you guys remember when uh, Alex Smith and the Chiefs went into New England and, and slapped the Patriots around? Brady's done. Yeah. 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 So that, that's and probably on that, the one L. And on that trend, too, um, the dog is covering by an average of four points. So to Kmart's point to say money line, that's not a bad bet either. Yeah. And Joe, you said uh, the, that was just a home dog getting under 50% of the money? Uh, not a home dog, just week one dogs getting less than 50% of okay. the money. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, dogs in week one, very, very, very worth a look for sure. We'll talk more about that later this week. Uh, the other thing was uh, McVeigh. McVeigh um, starts the season really well, eight and two ATS in weeks one and two. So take that for what it's worth. I mean, no, they're not always playing the Super Bowl favorite during that span, but um, he has those guys ready to go and has been historically. So Rams, it is. Sounds like any anybody. Wanting to make a case for the Bills or, or maybe proceed with caution? I mean, fuck, dude, I want to bet on the Bills, but I just, I'm, I'm going to bet with my brain and not my heart here. <laughs> so, Rams it is. And Chris, good news for you, Chris. This one is not on Amazon. That's next. That doesn't start till next week. Good. Everyone can watch smile. it. Smile. Yeah, I was going to say, if people, if people who are listening to this audio and not watching on YouTube, Chris's face lit up like a Christmas tree. When he heard not Amazon this week. With my purple fucking teeth. <laughs> oh, man, Chris. <laughs> Joe, what about the total? Because this seems like a super square over, right? This oh, is total. God. This There's has Dan over. 40 to 30, baby. 40 to 30. Right. This has Dan over written all over it. Like, I'm surprised. Oh, yeah. Oh. Dan, for sure. 50, and, but I'm also, 52 and a half right now. Even Sharps are on it. Like, Adam Chernoff. A lot of people like yep. they, like fuck. Well, they're probably on it now because that number is going to go up. That's what, if, you, and the, if see, they got it at like fifty-one or fifty-two, you're getting, I guess, CLV trophy, which doesn't mean dick, but but, but yeah, eighty percent of the money right now is on the over. Because when I, let me show, because I did bet when this came out. Let me get you the date. I bet this total over ex, over fifty-two on. Where the hell is what's it? it at now? Is it is it over fifty-two? That? I bet it on May. Yeah, I bet it on May twelfth at nine thirty p.m. Probably drunk. I bet <laughs> over fifty-two Bills Rams. All that bad. Thinking exactly, thinking exactly this. I'm going to win a CLV trophy when this closes at fifty-five. Mm-hmm. And it had like it had it hasn't. I so it's I. I was I've been surprised sort of all summer that this hasn't moved because yeah May twelfth for some reason I. Eighty percent of the money, but it hasn't moved. Yeah, and yeah. what I'm hoping for, Chris, which is really make my wiener feel feel really funny, is if uh, we down. wake up Thursday morning and it's fucking going down. Yeah, yeah. it's like fifty-one and a half. They hang oh, that out there for all the squares. It's like, thank oh, you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. 
That's a snap call yeah. for sure. Yeah, we can't wait. Uh, just a couple of days away. So hope you guys enjoyed our futures episode. Follow those if you uh, if you want a little bit of action on win totals, on Super Bowl futures, Coach of the Year. We got all that stuff covered. Um, or fade us. That'd be fun too. Let us know if you're fading us. Uh, at least put your money where your mouth is. We'd love to see it. And we will be back later this week. We'll do more of a full look at week one. We'll talk about these division dogs. We'll talk about home dogs. We'll talk about new coaches. All that good stuff coming up later. We'll see what the guys are on in the contest. So let's get out of here with this, Chris. Will you remind everybody what happens when you bet on poop like Joe Flacco and the Jets? Like USF when the Mormons are in town, you just step in it and uh, you, you might not cover, but stick with it, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Fade You.